Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I am your sterilized co-host, Till. Coming to us remotely from the, the void. Yes, I am here. Things are nice, you know, uh, quite peaceful. If you're new to the show, RWDs are podcast where we argue, debate, and... Uh, Relax in the void. Yeah, I'm about, not going to scream. I'm already here. They about can't various hear me. aspects of D and D Fifth Edition. Uh, feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Yeah, we're doing it remote today. Yes, we are doing the responsible thing. I like to think. Yeah, who's what's responsible for? What's a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand deaths? That means we're doing a good job. We're living that social distancing life. Yeah, we're uh, we're cobbling this together. Till is recording it at his end. I'm recording it at my end, and I'm gonna. We'll see how it all comes together. You know, yeah. For on my end, at least, you sound like you're, you know, through a computer, which isn't the worst. It's actually pretty decent. I like to think. I like to imagine if this whole thing had happened, you know, 25, 30 years ago, what what absolute fucking madness everything would have been. Oh my god. Oh, absolutely. Well, the way I see it, if this had happened, even, you know, what. 20 years ago, remote working wasn't even a thing. No. Like, people people still had, like, dial-up in 2000. Yeah, but you had, I think Skype, when did Skype start? Oh, God, I don't know. Like, but around I mean, then, though, right? But even still, like, there, there were other, you know, uh, voice-to-chat things um, before that that companies would use. Like, you could have right. a video conference, but that was expensive. Not every company had that. 2003 was when Skype started. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like there was no, you know, Google Hangouts and video calls and Duo. No, we had and... a, I had a Google, I had a Zoom meeting yesterday. No you know? Zoom, There's like, yeah. you know, 100 and something people just all in there. Just so just everyone out. would be on their, you know, landline talking on the phone. No, you had the conference call thing. Like, but yeah. You had to still go into the office, you know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So... so it was either you, you know, in this situation, you would either not work or you would go into the office and risk getting sick so this you know would have been much worse once upon a time yep i do like to uh i think that we are in the same boat as people like you know john oliver and mm-hmm. uh, stephen colbert who are recording their shows from their homes and here we are remotely recording our show so we're basically the same as them yes uh i don't know do, how do they i haven't watched an episode of theirs recently but are they like do they still have a crew there filming, like no. one or two guys? It's just them on, like, like yeah, we're doing as, right now? As of recording this, last night, Colbert had John Oliver on his show, and they were both talking about John Oliver, like, he was talking about recording a show by himself. He's there with the camera and stuff, and he has his his team on a Zoom meeting telling him what to do, <laughs> like, what buttons to hit and whatever. So, yeah, they're by themselves. Col- um, uh, yeah, Colbert was talking about how he had – his original ones he recorded from his porch. He had his iPad, nice, and it had like nice. a prompter app that would like play the text or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're just they're home alone. We're all home. Everybody's home alone. <laughs> I will say that I do have to go to the store uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm out of bread. Oh no! I'm gonna need milk. Yeah. Uh, and I'm completely out of whiskey. So. Oh well, that's an essential. A hundred percent is. I'm not yeah. getting through this sober. Well, aren't, there's beer. I think there's booze delivery services you can use. Yeah, but I mean, they're fairly expensive. Like, I can get, um, uh, let's see, I can't say this. Uh, there is a certain uh, larger domed beer facility near me, you know, 
uh, uh, I'm kind of trying to show you so that people don't know where we whatever, are. Whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. But they're they're delivering stuff. They're delivering crawlers and six packs and oh, stuff. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I don't uh, I don't really you know want to pay because they're kind of charging a well, lot. Well, I gotta tell you. You know, I've been out. I've been to the store several times. The grocery stores are fine. Everything's fine. As long as you don't go during peak hours, which when is peak hours now? Nobody knows. Um, and actually, I, I went to the store. It's still like 5 o'clock. Like, it's still like right yeah. now. I went to the store yesterday. Oh, not yesterday. A couple of days ago. And the person told me not to bring reusable bags anymore. Like, they don't want people bringing bags from their home. They said the exact... I, I was... They were doing that at the uh, where they're checking out, like where the it's not a self checkout, yeah, but where right. the attendant is checking you out. They're like, "Oh yeah, we stopped that because we want just the one time bag to go away. We don't want people yeah, to bring in like, disease." Yeah, but it's like I am, I am filthy. <laughs> so, so you no, know, it's just it's funny because the exact thing, like as soon as coronavirus comes around, suddenly climate change. Fuck it, we don't. We oh don't, yeah, we don't we get time for that. We don't care about plastic pollution or the EPA or anything. No, right. one problem at a time, and right now that problem is the Rona. I gotta tell you, this is the only thing that anybody talks about anymore, and 100%. I want to get I want to get to the fucking show. Let's get to the show. Let's go. Let's remind people we were in the middle of a journey here. Beginning, we were kind of at the beginning of the second part of the journey. We were trying to get through some some race, yes. some races, and we had covered gnomes, half orcs, halflings, and tieflings. Yes. Yes, we had yes. covered a good group, um, yes. and then we had a we had a you know a best of show last week, um, and we're back on it this week and and next week and hopefully in the future if this works out really well. So uh, even if it kind of works out sort of well, we'll probably still were, do it this way. Even if it works okay, short you know, of the, it being a shit show, I think we're gonna do it this. Way. I do want to say one more thing about the whole situation. Go. Just the fucking duration of this crisis oh, yeah. could be astronomically long. I, I texted the group chat yesterday about the Johnson and Johnson says we've got a vaccine in the works. Uh, if we if we rush it, it'll be ready for testing by September. Yeah, yeah, which is in- insane. Like we won't have a working vaccine, and that's f- that's rushing for testing, rushed for approval by next year. So I have a feeling that everyone is just going to get done with this by the start of May, and. Sick or not, there's going to be a vast majority of people that say, "Fuck it, I'm going back to life." I that's going to be something bad that happens because I was I listened to uh, the radio yesterday and they're talking NPR yesterday talked about how we could get through this, we could get past it, right? Flatten the curve, get to the end of it by like summer, and at that point, only about five percent of Americans will have been infected. Mm-hmm. So like, if people yep. go back out in the world, it's just going to happen again. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Anyways, what races are we going to talk about today? What do we have left, you, sir? You've got the pad, um, but I believe we got one. Oh, I have Dragon... no idea where the fucking pad is. Yeah, went. Dragonborn, Dwarf. Dwarf, uh, elf, elf, Human, Dragonborn, Half Elf, and that's yep. it. I believe um, that's right. So how many is that? That's one, two, three, should, four, should be six. five, six. So I'm just going to roll a, a digital D6 because I don't know Go where ahead. my dice are. Go ahead. Um, okay. Oh, I guessed. Uh, I rolled a number one. Number one, we'll see Dragonborn. They're right here at the top of my list. Alpha, alphabetically, alphabetically speaking, that would be the Durgenburn. The Durgenburn. The Durgenburn. Now, what the fuck is a Durgenburn? Before we even start this, I'm, I just yeah. want to get this out of the way now. I love Dragonborn. I yeah. have one issue with Dragonborn. Can you guess what my single solitary issue is with Dragonborn? I know what your issue is, 
Um, so I, I'm going to say it in a second, but mine is the fucking drawing of the Dragonborn in the Player's okay. Handbook. Oh. It's just disgusting. But your issue is that they don't have dark vision. 100%. How do Dragonborn not have dark vision? It makes not, no sense. They're not dragons. They're Dragonborn. They're, they're not Come dragons. Come on. They're it not dragons. It does, they're not human. They're sure shit not human. But, but that doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. Halfling don't. Halflings aren't. Why do they don't Why have... do Tiefling have dark vision? Why do Asmar have dark vision? All these things have dark vision, even though they're not devils and angels and shit. It's as much a dragon as an Asmar is an angel. No, I would argue an Asmar is definitely way more an angel than a dragonborn is a dragon. A Tiefling Fine. argument. I, I there get you the go. Tiefling Fine. argument. We'll do the Tiefling yeah. argument then. They're, they're, they're probably more a dragon than a Tiefling. That's an interesting question, right? So, where does the dragonborn come from? What is the dragonborn? You tell me, Mister. No, it pants. No, it I'm, comes I'm wearing, from, wearing comes from, soft pants. You know, dragons occasionally don't like to be dragons. They like to be, you know, humanoids. They can shape change when they want. At least they used to be. And, uh, you know, dragons banging get out, down, baby. Banging out Dra people. Dragons get down. Yeah, because there, there are half dragons out yeah. there in the world. Mm -hmm. And a half dragon is more of a dragon than a dragonborn. Yes. Um, in the player's handbook, it says Dragonborn originally hatched from dragon eggs as a unique race. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like a Yanti situation where they were more human and everyone's like, ew, get, get the fuck away from me, weirdo. Yeah, because they are bipedal with uh, five-digit hands um, and a standard sort of uh, humanoid body with shoulders and neck and, and all that sort of shit. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're a unique race. I think Dragonborn might be a misnomer. Like it's like, well, like I mean, not... they, they are born of dragons. Yeah, the blood of a dragon runs through a dragonborn. I get that, but in, well, you know, I feel are... like the term lizard folk was already taken, so they had to be something else. Yeah, well, it's just like tiefling are called tiefling. It doesn't matter if they're devils or demons or. Uh, uh, what are they called? What's the yaw? That's the, the Y one. Yugoloths, right? Yeah, oh, no, Yugoloths. Wow, wow. They're not called Devilborn or Demonborn or Yugaborn. They're called Tieflings. I feel like Dragonborn, it, it, it implies they're more dragon than they are. They're pretty dragony. They get well, breath weapons. They do get breath weapons. So they're really tall. They're really thick, right? Six and a half feet tall, 300 pounds or more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're very sure... dwarf-esque stature, except just, you know, taller. Yeah, they're, they're thick. But I'm pretty sure they have, generally speaking, like pretty uh, uniform brownish scales. Uh, I think it says right here, um, the blood of a particular dragon runs very strong through some dragonborn clans. These dragonborn often boast scales that more closely match those of their dragon ancestor. Bright red, green, blue, white, or lustrous black, or gleaming metallic gold, silver, brass, copper, or bronze. So you're three sentences ahead of where it says, um... Yeah, no, I Usually that... brass or bronze in color, sometimes yeah. ranging to scarlet, rust, gold, or copper green. Yeah, but some of them did... look yeah. like dragonborn. So I would say, in the same way that, um, tieflings are... The, very, the whole range of human skin tones plus red, mm -hmm. and some people think blue, I think the majority of dragonborn probably are unremarkable in terms of dragonborn unless you come from a specific place or, like, an outlier in your peoples, you know? Okay, and here's my thing to that. 
Who the fuck's making a basic bitch Dragonborn? This it's leads... A, okay. I mean, this... who's going to sit there and say, I'm going to make a muddy brown Dragonborn that has no remarkable features and kind of just looks like a lizard? Like, who's going to do that? I think that could be a great hero. That could be a great uh, person oh for a God. story. Never once. Well, okay. Well, um, you're a human character, right? Perfect. Yep. What are your remarkable features that you include? Depends on the kind of human I'm making. But obviously, we have, what, uh, two humans in our current group. One of them is a normal, nondescript human. The other one is a massive behemoth of a man. That's my point. Perfect. Right who, there. You could you could have two Dragonborn. Yes, one is like Joe Schmo Who remembers which one? Who remembers which one? I'm, I'm going to much easily remember. Like, if you introduce me in your game to two humans, one is Bob, the guy next door, and the other one is... Andre the Giant, I'm like, oh, shit, I remember Andre. You're making my argument for me. Okay, go ahead. Because if I'm trying to tell a story, yeah. or if I'm if I'm a dragonborn who's trying to be a rogue, then the brown basic dragonborn... What? Obviously, now, Six I know, and a I know, half foot tall dragonborn becomes a rogue? There, is, he, the, is he part of a clan is, of bugbears or something? There's a whole, there's a whole, like, thread of dragonborn being basic colored that could be great. Now I'm not arguing against the colorful ones. Obviously, those are great too. But there's a there's a there is a there is a vein for these for these people for the basic well, ass. Good, good luck finding it. I have no interest in it. Well, anyways, they don't have dark vision, right? What do they have? Uh, they get strength, charisma boost. Lends itself to the paladin lifestyle quite easily. I would or say any yes. kind of melee fighter. Um, they grow up quickly. Uh, they're mature adults by fifteen. Uh, which is a lot more than I can say for pretty much any other race. Yep. Uh, and I feel like uh, this part about alignment is very important because not every race has alignment-specific things, but typically when it comes to where you come from, like the blood that's run through your veins, and maybe this is why it's more important to have certain colors represented or not with Dragonborn, you know, you lean towards good, you lean towards evil, depending on where you come from. It's but kind of like in your veins at that point. But most are good. Uh, it doesn't. They yeah, most right were good. Right there, yeah. but but yeah, I mean you know again if I'm you know down that red dragon line, eh, it, I don't know again, anymore. This goes back to the the basic dragonborn. If you have you have three categories of dragonborn, right? You have dragonborn that are metallic, gold, silver, yep. fun times. Yep. You have dragons yep. that are red, blue, white. Then you have this third category in the middle. They've interbred so much that they're just kind of a brown, rusty brass color. The, all the all the metallic dragonborn, those are probably going to be good. All the dragons in the middle, they're probably going to be good. It's these outliers that are the chromatic, that are evil, that it says right there. Those who follow yeah. Tiamat make terrible villains. Like, they're going to fuck you up because they have the blood of evil dragons still pure in their veins. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons, man. Fucking assholes. So they have the whole color breakdown, right? Black, blue, brass, bronze, copper, da 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 um, and the reason that exists, I think, is kind of exciting for Dragonborn, is that they don't have sub-races, right? They have sub-colors. Yes, yes. And again, you know, nowhere up here is there the uh, rust Dragonborn color, because, you know, you want to have something to give your character. You want that resistance, which everyone gets based off of their color background. Yep. And you get a breath weapon at some point. Yep. 
Although I will say it would be fun to see like just a muddy brown dragonborn and try to guess what they're about to breathe at you. Or, you know, back in the day in third edition, you had extra dragons in the epic level. You had the prismatic, prismatic and the dragon. dragons. A, a prismatic dragonborn that could didn't know what he was going to shoot and could just do any random. of these just randomly at the, like the start of every day. You don't know what color he's going to be. That would be crazy. Can there be a dragon turtle born? Oh, there those are dragons. Uh, so could I, it I be mean, like just a pure like aquatic one? I don't those know. Those are those are turtles. <laughs> those are turtles. Yeah, there we go. I, guess I mean, there I used to be the gemstone dragons too, the crystal dragons that uh-huh. were neutral. They weren't good or evil. They were neutral, right? Shadow uh, dragons. So, uh, the in terms of resistances, obviously fire is the most common. Brass, gold, and red. Um, there's two lightning, blue and bronze. There's two cold, silver and white. Um, but otherwise you see, I think acid and only one is poison. Green shoots. Poison, yes. Only one gets poison, which I think is interesting, but a lot of things have poison immunity and resistance. Yeah. So, so if you're min-maxing as a dragonborn, which race, which color Uh, is best? I would probably, well, it's not just that. Um, I would probably, ah, ooh, that's tough. I like cones versus lines. Yeah. I feel like you're more often to get people spread out than in that perfect line. So hitting multiple things with that is tough. Um, I would probably go with silver or white because I like a con save over a deck save. Fewer yes. things have con as a proficiency in terms of saves. So I would like that cold cone, please. Yes, they, they, they dis- they're distinguished by a line versus a cone, and most of them are deck saves with the exception being that poison and those cold ones. Which, yes. I mean, it's a 15-foot cone. It's not the longest cone in the world. Um, it's like, isn't Burning Hands a 15-foot cone? Burning, yeah, exactly. So it's it's good, you know. Um, at for, uh, Yeah, you get some, what, first one? Yeah, you get 2d6 on the failed save and have as much. And it ramps up as you go. 3d6 at 6th level, 4d6 at 11th level, 5d6 at 16th level. Um, yeah, it so, starts off kind of powerful, and, and I feel like it doesn't quite keep up. It doesn't. You have to be able to add something to that. Like, a 60th level character doing 5d6 once a day is nice. It might yeah. be good in situations, but in general, and the it's, fact not gonna, that you're, it's not going to um, change the tide of a big fight. Then the fact that your DC is attached to your constitution modifier, which yes. it doesn't, it, it hurts characters who are, like, it would hurt, for example, a Dragonborn Sorcerer. Yeah. So they're, that, they're, and... Dragonborn don't get a con boost right. from their race, which right. doesn't make sense. Like they obviously have, it should they should get strength con, but I think they give them charisma because dragons naturally are very charismatic and charismatic spellcasters. Right, I think that's the, probably the the rational reason. But I I agree with you. They they seem like they should have a con boost because they're fucking huge, right? Yeah. Um, but they well, whatever they don't they do get damage resistance, uh, to the type associated with them. Mm-hmm. Which is incredibly valuable, and this is the argument against the cold is that so few things do cold damage that the fire resistance is the one that gets you the most bang for your buck, yes, so to speak. Yes, but I feel like there's more items that give you fire resistance over right. cold resistance. Like, yeah. there's not just there's every every uh, type has an energy resistant, I think, ring or something to it. But I feel like other items on top of that, like you could be a forge cleric. And get fire resistance. And yeah, I think a, fire immunity. Um, I think a dragonborn would make a pretty good cleric. Oh, uh, absolutely. Honestly. Like a frontline um, forge cleric, especially. Yeah, and, and it would be very. Um, 
uh, melee focus as opposed to spellcasting focused, I think. Which right, and which, which makes like, your breath weapon more valuable. Yeah, Forge Cleric, War Domain, you know, I think would make good sense. Um, what about this? Could... I Obviously you can, there's no distinct rule against it, but what do you think about making a Dragonborn Draconic Bloodline Sorcerer? I was thinking that exact same thing. Like, but that's that's stupid, right? It's it's. Or it is that genius? Sense. It makes sense. Yeah. But but I don't think I think a sorcerer is one of the weakest options for. It's kind, it's kind of a waste, right? It's kind of a waste because you you have the plus one charisma. I understand that, but like you're not making good on the strength. You're really not making good on the breath weapon because you're not going to be up there. Um, and you're not necessarily going to make good on the damage resistance either because you're in the back. You're not mm-hmm. going to take. Ideally, much these hits. Love this one. Alternative to that idea, uh, Warlock with Pact to the Blade. Bam. Now we're talking. Now we're that's, talking. That's money, right? Yes. I, I was just going to say Warlocks. So I don't think Dragonborn are destined for ranged spellcasting. Yeah. Why would you have the strength boost if you're going to do that? I, I don't know. Throne weapons? <laughs> <laughs> Just use like produce flame to light a piece of wood on fire and then just hurl it at someone. Like if you're if you're a, a paladin who specializes in thrown weapons eventually, when that's an option, then maybe Ooh. you can make it work somehow. Ooh, but Dan I really can remake Tim Tebow. I, yeah, I really do think that the warlock, um, the Pact of the Blade warlock is up there along with the um, the bard. What's the sword bard? Oh, there's two. You got uh, the valor bard. Yeah. And you've got the College of Swords. Bro. Yeah, I was thinking College of Swords. Like, these these spellcasters who are... We've talked about this before. Melee spellcasters generally aren't good. Like, the, the, the classes, the, 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 the subclasses they try to make that are up there, they're generally not good. But a Dragonborn pushes you a little closer to being viable. Yes, I would option. probably go with the Valor Bard in that situation because they get uh, medium armor proficiency and right. shield proficiency. So, obviously your dex isn't going to be very good as a Dragonborn. But I do think a Dragonborn is destined to be something tanky, right? They're not destined to be rogues. No. Um, rogues, druids, they're def- They're not really destined to be a druid, which, it, you know, I feel like a dragon born would kind of have a connection to nature, but... See, I beg to differ heartily. Dragon is an arcane creature, not a natural creature. What do you mean? They're animals. They are dragons. They are not beasts. They're they're not beasts, but just because they're not, not even monstrosities. They are literally magical lizards. So, you, are you arguing that humans are not a part of nature because they're not beasts? Well, no, I'm arguing that humans are a virus, but that's not okay, here nor yeah. there. <laughs> There's a smell. <laughs> but but no, I, I definitely see uh, Dragonborn more dragons in general and Dragonborn being more uh, arc. It's essentially, in, in my opinion, the difference between like you know a druid and a. I'm trying to think of what like a natural sorcerer, like a wild magic sorcerer, like they are very in tune with nature and the chaos of life. But I feel like one's arcane-based, one is nature-based. You know, lizards and such are the natural version of the arcane dragon. I would just think that essentially anything is a part of nature except for the undead and aberrations. Uh, 
I feel like things that don't no, exist without... I guess. Yeah. I feel like things that don't exist without magic are not natural. Dragons would exist without magic. What? Dragons exist without magic. What? Dragons weren't just created by magic. They existed naturally and evolved with magic. Yeah, I don't think you're right there. You have guard drakes, which yeah. are essentially dragon animals. Lizards. They're like Komodo dragons, yeah. But they're dragons. Like, they fall under the dragon category. Again, without magic, we would just have lizard folk and turtles. We wouldn't have dragons Joe, and dragonborn. Oh, fucking... Okay, well, this is a conversation for a separate time, I think, but I think we can well, all agree... Just like we had a discussion on Mind Flayers Love discussion on dragons someday. We did have a conversation about dragons already. <laughs> Shit, we have to have another one. Yeah, <laughs> dragons part two. Um, I do think they're, they're not oh, yeah, silly... we did supposed to be up front you know they're not supposed to be spellcasters you can do whatever you want though obviously with this we say this with every class with every race do whatever you're happy with a, you... a a gold dragonborn cleric standing in the back holding his Beautiful. holy symbol is it's like a stunning visual right um or like a i'm trying to think but not as no. stunning a visual as a black dragonborn up there as a barbarian about to pour you know venom on you from his mouth Oh, see, that's 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 sweet. Uh, They're sexy ooh. animals. I gotta put that up. <laughs> Except for the one in the book. No, that one's that, fucking that shit. Red what is this, what is, is this drawing? What, what are the what are the chin talon like? I know what is tassels? going on. It looks like a it looks like a. Why is he all wrinkly? I know. Stuff. I hate it. His body is claws so cool. Face. What the fuck is going on with his face? All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this one up, and we'll go into a second segment here in a moment. We'll be right back. Let's go. All right, hi, people. We're back. Go get them. I did see, we were just talking about, did somebody, when I said out loud to somebody, do you spice? And they didn't get it. That, you know, Critical Role, they were on, like, the front page of MSNBC or yeah. something website. Yep. They did an article on them. Like, it's a part of mainstream culture. People are going to know about them eventually. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, eventually when I, I say to a random stranger, do you spice, I'm going to have a good shot. Yes, yes, and it's growing. I mean, it's not like their fan base is shrinking. I mean, obviously right now, if they're not putting out content, it's not growing, but it's definitely not shrinking. Well, they're still putting out content. It's just not the same content. Yeah. Did you see the fireside chat that went up in smoke? No. Oh, they so they tried to do a fireside, just Matt and Marisha tried to do one where they were just talking about the new book that just came out. Yeah. Uh, uh, the guide to Xandria, uh, no, to Wildmount. Wildmount, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, and so they literally tried to do it at their place by a fire, but I don't know if they just didn't open the the chimney or something because smoke was just like, yeah, smoke was just coming out and the fire alarm went off like five times. It was that, It was rough. That's, you know, the sign of people who live in L.A. who never need a fire need in their a fireplace, fire. right? <laughs> Um, I do want to draw a comparison, right? We talk about more people are knowing Critical Role. You go to their YouTube channel, they have 850,000 subscribers, right? Yeah, That's a pretty significant amount. Yep. You know, I, I could I could see that rounding up to a million in the next two years. Mm -hmm. um, by comparison, Jenna Marbles has 20 million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> well, she's been around longer. True. She's been around for a really long, like, like a 10 years and... or something. She, it, it, she is much more um, what's, what's, accessible. Accessible, her, yes. Her videos are much shorter. 
They require much less thought. So it's very easy for anyone to just watch one, whereas an episode of Critical Role is four hours of your life. Yeah, you can't it's just true. stop and say, I'm going to watch this for 20 minutes and go away. Well, to be fair, you watch them at work. I did. I did at one point. Uh, you know, not anymore, but I did. That's only because you're caught up now. That, and I just, uh, I found that I actually like, like at one point I would watch them at work just to literally get caught up. I was so far behind. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, you know, probably 60 episodes behind at that point. Um, so I was just getting caught up. And obviously, like I said, four hours each, 60 episodes, you know, 240 hours. That's, you know, 10 days of your life that you need to watch this show. Um, but yes, now that I'm caught up, I like to actually try to watch it live. Like I'll put it on Twitch and I'll watch as much as I can before I fall asleep. And then I'll just catch the rest on demand the next day. Well, let's go ahead and get spend the rest of the show talking about another race here. I'm going to roll another D6, and you think that if I roll a 6... If you roll a 6, gonna... we're doing a different... Uh, we're doing what, an outside Volo's the race? Just, we'll, we'll pick one. We'll say Volo, whatever. I don't care. Whatever you got open. Okay, well, That's I rolled it. a 6. Oh, well. Uh, okay. Um, let, let's pick something fun. Let's pick something that we don't well, normally talk about. Um, uh, I've got a Volos guy how about, right here. How about uh, the Trident? We never we don't really talk about the Trident very much. Uh, we talk shit about the Trident all the time. Do we? Let's talk I about like... Furbolgs or Goliath. I can talk about I I could I could uh, Goliath. Why is Goliath not showing up? I don't know. I've got it right here. Goliath. I want to talk about Goliath. Let's talk about Goliath. Okay. Well, I gotta find it. Why is it not showing up? In did they move it somewhere? Is it somewhere else now? I don't know. It's in my Volos. I got Volos up. So, uh, we rolled a six. We get to pick a random one. I'm voting for the Goliath, because we really don't talk about the Goliath that often. Although, they're a pretty popular race. Yeah, keep talking. I'm listening. I'm just... Okay. Uh, they're not... Oh, oh, it's in the Elemental Evil Players Companion. That's why. What? It's in Volos. I'm just I'm saying it's coming up under the Elemental Evil Players Companion on oh, that's my D&D Beyond. I agree, because I was looking through it in Volo. I'm like, okay, Furbolg, Goblin, Hobgoblin. That makes no sense. Could just Command F. I'm here. I'm, I got it. Um, so they're not giants, but they're big. They're not even like are they're not even like giant born the same way that Dragonborn are, are they? No, or, they're they're just kind they're of there's big dudes that live in the mountains, right? Mountain people. Yeah, I think they they visually resemble stone giants, kind of. Yep. Um, but I don't think they're actually related to them. I also, I didn't think so either. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, of a real world, like, kind of, they're kind of like Vikings almost, you know, just these big, hardy, like a traditional Viking, not necessarily all Norse people from the 14th century. You know, obviously they were probably fairly small given that the yeah. average size was much smaller, but like... That's that's the just idea. That's the image in my head. Are these? Yeah, I think a mountain big, Viking. That works. Yeah, yeah. They live they're, up they're, in the mountains. Love the snow. You know, they just like kind they're of, cold. Yeah, they're huge. They're, they're athletic. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And they're dicks generally to each other. Well, yeah. I mean, it's survival of the fittest. They've got this whole thing where, like, if you're weak, they just like basically kick you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that like actual duels. 
you don't have to die to lose the duel. If you lose, you're just out. Yeah, uh, there's one line in here that's kind of, I think, pretty emblematic of their attitude towards weak mm-hmm. people. A permanently injured Goliath is still expected to pull their weight in the tribe. Typically, such a Goliath dies attempting to keep up. See, I think this line right here is part for them. Their hearts are infused with the cold regard of the frigid realm, leaving each Goliath with the responsibility to earn a place in the tribe or die trying. So they're pretty tough motherfuckers. Yes. Yes, they are not friendly people. Which begs the question, they're tribal, right? They're competing with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they exist in competition all the time. They play sports in the mountains. Um, how do you get a Goliath that's down in the world going on an adventure? They got kicked out of the tribe. Yeah, I feel like that would be often the case. Like, very, uh, um, oh, God. I'm trying to think. I feel like there is a, a story, a book, um, maybe a movie, I can't remember exactly, where there's this person that is in this group of adventurers. And there, everyone that sees him is just like, wow, that dude's fucking huge. Until they find the group that this dude traveled with, and he's actually he's one of the small. tiny ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that vaguely re- that reminds me of something, but I can't. Yeah, it out it's right there, now. but it's not there. It's on the tip of my head, not the tip of my tongue. I actually have a a, a friend who lives in D.C. who comes from a family. He's got like five brothers, and he's he's already like a little bit taller than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so not the tall like average type person, not short, but all of his brothers and his father are like several inches, a hand or more taller. Yes. Than like towering monstrosities. Like, well, how are you? So normal. How, <laughs> how are you normal and the rest of these people are fucking nightmares to behold? What the fuck happened um, to you, dude? <laughs> so I feel like, you know, that's the perfect way to be a Goliath. It's like, why are you down here? Right? How are you out here in the world uh, on an adventure and not back home? Like, you either rejected this mm-hmm. or you were kicked out or you didn't make the cut or whatever it was. You know? Or you might be down in the world trying to do something for your clan. That's like you true. might have been selected as the champion to do something outside right. of the clan. It, it, they very they very much to me feel like, um, and I know you're gonna hate me. In the wheel of time, uh-huh. I don't I don't hate you. It's fine. There's a, a whole tribe of it people. Took you, you read all the books. I will give you 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 can say it all you want. You made it through. Um, there's a whole tribe of people that live kind of like in the desert. The the Aiel. It's it's spelled A I E L. And they're very much, they're not, they're like, they're tall, but they're not big. They're just human beings. But they're exactly like this, like huge mm-hmm. on athleticism and competition, huge on like, you know, if you're stronger, you know, you're more honored and things like that. They have this whole system in place of what makes sense to them. And they go out into the world for whatever reason, and everything's a mystery to them. Like, why is that guy in charge if he's not the strongest or the smartest? I don't understand, you know. Why, why are you doing that? That It doesn't help you or your tribe in any way. That's just like really selfish. Yeah. Like they, 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 they have their own thing going on. So I'm trying to think. Or like maybe even like real world, like uh, the Amazons were very famous yeah. for this. Or Sparta. There we go. Spartans. Yeah. Great example of Goliath culture in the real world. Yeah, but it's just more tribal than that. So what's, yes. the, what's the Goliath got going on? Well, uh, as one can expect, given their athleticism, strength and con. Strength and con, baby. You know, uh, obviously these guys are natural bards, uh, very gifted (laughs) wizards. Yes, of course. um, Most likely some kind of druid, you know. 
No, they're obviously, uh, just as our Dragonborn before them, very, very hardy. Uh, you know, a Dragonborn Goliath buddy cop movie would be wonderful to watch. Uh, I think a Goliath rogue would be my number one choice. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Between seven and eight feet tall and about 300 to 340 pounds. Yeah, Again, I they're, think, they're uh, probably partying up with a bunch of bugbears, you know. They kind of like yeah. patched fur all over themselves so that everyone thinks they're a bugbear, but they're not. They they are just. I think that's their main thing. Is they're big. They're 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 naturally proficient in athletics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have powerful builds, so they can they count as bigger when carrying shit. Uh, and they nobody have... expects a you know NFL linebacker to be casting spells and stealing from pockets. You know they're fucking. Bashing people in the face, hard. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta subvert expectations here, till you gotta you be don't, that Goliath. You don't subvert wizard. them to be interesting. That's true, uh, but you, I think everybody thinks of the quintessential grog, strong jaw. Uh, per, Gal- he, Goliath he re- barbarian. I mean, he really was a wonderful barbarian. Yeah, if you think, if you think back to that first Critical Role campaign. They were all pretty cliche characters. Perfect. They were perfect. Uh, utterly yeah. and completely perfect. Uh, at they, least from a quintessential idea of what they're supposed to be. Yeah, they were a platonic barbarian bard, edgy-ass rogue, you know, the the whole thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> this really flighty druid, um, and your try-hard min-maxing gunslinger. So I think, the, I think they were everything that you were expecting to watch in Dungeons & Dragons. 100%. And I, I think that's why people liked it so much. It was easy to identify with. Yeah, exactly. Talk about uh, easy access. Talk about accessibility in that first campaign. Um, so they also have this thing, which is nice, where they are naturally adapted to cold climates from being mm-hmm. mountain people. It doesn't. It's not cold resistance or anything like that. But if they're traveling in a cold climate, they don't have to go through the same pain and suffering and constitution checks that the rest of us do. Yes. yes. But here's the thing that leads me to believe they're related to giants. Um, it's just the very last line of the description is languages. You can speak, read, and write common and giant. I think that's not necessarily that they're related giants, but more so that they just spend a lot of time around giants. Right. You know, you're trading with giants and such. So they have a good relationship with giants. Yes. Actually, I feel like furbolgs are probably more related to giants than goliaths are. Maybe they're all descendant of giants. Maybe. Of the the primordial giant that used to exist. You gotta feel real, real bad for that not-giant that got to lay in with the giant whether it be one way or the other that's not a pleasant road to hoe you know? well think about in lord of the rings right how elves and orcs are from the same crop originally road, right road to hoe yeah go ahead yes um i feel like a lot of races in D could stem from a, a same tree you know like there used to be this gigantic mm-hmm. entity and through time like split off and furballs went one way and goliaths went the other way and uh, you know, somehow goblins and orcs went the other, like some some entity that was the progenitor of all of them. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, not according to the, the, the deities that exist, but it would be kind of nice to, to have something like that. Yeah, I like the idea that deities just kind of made all the races nice and neat and clean, and this is the way it is. Yeah, right, and then we human beings screwed it up. We fucked up, man! We, we fucked everybody. 
Literally. <laughs> All right. Last thoughts about uh, Goliath. Well, see, we missed out on a very big feature of theirs. Their sure. Stone's Endurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That that's, that's the one. I mean, when you take damage, you can use your reaction to roll a d12, add your con mod to that number, and reduce the damage dealt by that total. So is that just basically a reaction version of Second Wind? It is a reaction version of Second Wind or, um, like, Missile Snaring or something Bardic like that. Bardic Inspiration yeah. for the Valor Bard. Yeah, but it's 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 very helpful, especially at low levels. Yeah, it's a pretty good shield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, figure up to level 5, if you're taking more than, you know, 12 damage in a single hit, you're fighting something really fucking powerful. Well, and, and this makes sense, whereas the Dragonborn ability didn't. It's related to your con modifier, and you get a boost to con yes. as a, being a Goliath. Yes. Right, so that the abilities line up as opposed to not lining up in some way. Well, maybe, you know, Dragonborn don't subscribe to that min-max bullshit. No, Dragonborns are all about subverting expectations. There it is. All right, um, that was a good thing. Show, yes. I think. Yes. We'll, we'll listen back to it and see how this audio sounds, but uh, we didn't learn or solve anything. Uh, make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it, people. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast, and feel free to send us topics you want to hear about or your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, so long from quarantine. We will see you next time. Stay home, stay, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, till then. Thank you.